I'd like to welcome you to today's Stats and Short Stories episode. Stats and Short Stories is a partnership between Miami University and the American Statistical Association. I'm John Baylor. I'm chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University, and I'm joined by my colleagues, Rosemary Pennington, professor in the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film, and Richard Campbell, chair of the Department of Media, Journalism, and Film. We are fortunate to be joined today by guest Andreas Georgiou, visiting lecturer at Amherst, former president of LSTAT, the Greek National Statistics Office, and member of the American Statistical Association's Committee on Professional Ethics. Andreas, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to start with a very simple question. What does a national statistical office do, or national statistics office do, and why is this important for a country? The national statistics office produces official statistics uh, for the country. And um, official statistics um, allow uh, the society to um, look at the economic developments, the social developments, and also environmental developments. And of course, this is extremely important, um, both for policymaking and for uh, legislation, as well as for the markets, for research, in academia and in, uh, in general for technological progress. So um, official statistics are very important and the National Statistics Office is, is uh, a fundamental place along with other uh, bodies in government that may be producing uh, such statistics. Um, I should also say that these kind of statistics by what uh, I already said are, can be considered a public good uh, in the economic sense of the word that is uh, they're good that they're non-rival and non-exclusive. Uh, that means that if you consume the official statistics, somebody else can also consume them. The statistics are not getting diminished, so to speak, by consumption. And they're non-exclusive um, uh, in the sense that you cannot uh, actually exclude others. By definition, official statistics you make available to everyone. Andreas, uh, you talked about the common good, and one of the things that journalists do is to try to make uh, the kind of work you do available to the general public, to, to kind of translate it. How good of a job do you think journalists do at explaining the job that's, that uh, someone like you does? Well, that depends on the journalist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sure does. So... Uh, there are those that uh, like to do their homework and they like to delve into the matter. They, they read very thoroughly up on the, um, on the statistics and on the metadata and on the inventories uh, uh, that, uh, on statistical methods that are produced and they ask their questions and they, and they do a very good job and others uh, that uh, are, do a much more superficial job. Thank you. Can you give a particular example of, of when the type of, of statistic that a, a national statistical office has produces routinely and, and in, in particular how it's used? Yes, for example, um, statistics on national income, on the gross domestic product. They're produced on an annual basis, on a quarterly basis, and they're extremely important in order to know uh, what is uh, the income that's being produced in the economy and how fast the economy um, is growing. Uh, unemployment statistics. Um, the, everybody wants to know the, um, the unemployment rate, to know um, uh, about the health of the economy, and also to determine what is the 
appropriate policy stance. Uh, if you're a policymaker, you want to, uh, to be able to assess uh, this kind of um, uh, data. Population uh, statistics um, are extremely important for uh, all kinds of uh, uh, planning, including also for the conduct of the democratic process in the economy. Uh, they are used, population statistics are used for the um, allocation of electoral seats, for example, um, in the parliaments or in the Congress and Senate, and uh, in the Congress, I'm sorry. Uh, and um, uh, of course, you have uh, statistics about uh, um, education or health statistics that uh, show the social conditions um, in the society. Um, you have uh, trade statistics. We are talking these days about large uh, trade imbalances. In order to determine whether one uh, does have a problem and should do something about it, you do need accurate trade statistics. So these are some examples. Oh, that's, that's very helpful. Thank you so much, Andreas. Well, it's been our pleasure to have Andreas Giorgio join us on Stats and Short Stories. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Department of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film and the American Statistical Association. Stay tuned and keep following us on Twitter or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu, and be sure to listen for future episodes where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. Hey, Richard, did you uh, hear when you were on break that we were doing some work and we actually started a, a new contest. John, I heard a rumor <laughs> about this. Tell me more. Well, we're asking our listeners to contribute to the Better Bays competition. You can go to statsandstories.net slash Better Bays. Uh, and we're asking you to explain Bayesian analysis uh, in a way that's accessible to you and I, Richard, or to the listeners' grandparents uh, by contributing a six-word or less headline or a 30-word or less lead, explaining the basics of what Bayes is. When you uh, fill out the entry form, you can go on Twitter and talk about it using the Better Bayes hashtag. Yeah, so a headline and a lead. And if you can't sell us with that, Richard, we're not going to read it. <laughs> All right.